Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad. Subscribe to the Inside Sports Podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. This is 630 Chad Inside Sports. All right. It is a very quiet Wednesday in the sporting world, but we're here on 630 Chad Inside Sports. Of course, a couple days from now, we got a football game as the Elks, who are playing much better football as of late, well, they're winning. Two of their last three games have been wins. They are getting ready to take on the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, who are 6-0. First time they are 6-0 since 1960. And that game, 5.30, countdown to kickoff with uh, Brendan Escott. will be joined by Blake Dermott, Morley Scott, and... Myself will be around as well. Seven o'clock will be the kickoff on the brick field at Commonwealth Stadium. Then the Yelks go on their bye week and uh, more on them in the moment. But Hockey Canada says it will no longer use a fund maintained by its membership feeds collected across the country to settle sexual assault claims. The so-called National Equity Fund came to light this week as the Federation continues to deal with the fallout from alleged sexual assault at an event four years ago in London involving eight unnamed players and the subsequent out-of-court settlement. News of the uh, secretive fund drew the ire of Canadians, including Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. And police in London, Ontario, have ordered an internal review of their investigation into an alleged sexual assault involving members of Canada's 2018 World Junior Hockey Team. London Police Chief Steve Williams says in a statement, his department's review will determine if any, quote, additional investigative avenues may exist, unquote, and adds the original investigation which concluded without charges was, quote, lengthy and detailed. And more players have come out today to say, I was not involved. Maxime Comtois is the latest. And there's several others that have done the same thing and uh, said that we were not involved in this. So, and Comtois now playing for the uh, Anaheim Ducks. And uh, there's been other players, as I said, as well. So, you know. Now what? I mean, now what's going to happen is you're just going to look at the roster and look who has admitted it and who hasn't, and you're going to start to go, hmm. Well, what about that person? So Hockey Canada very much in hot water, and uh, as you heard, uh, Tom Rennie, who was the past president of Hockey Canada, Sean Smith, who's uh, or Scott Smith, sorry, who was who's involved in the organization? They're going to uh, Ottawa to be in, involved in more hearings. So not a not a great situation. And of course, they're supposed to be playing a World Junior Hockey Championship uh, and make up for the tournament that got canceled over Christmas here in Edmonton and Red Deer over the Christmas holidays because of COVID. And they're going to play that tournament with uh, 
not a lot of sponsors. So. Yeah, I was going to say, a lot of the uh, sponsors that you're used to seeing at uh, Christmas time, and that's for the World Juniors, uh, they've backed out for this one. So, Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, and, you know, hard to blame them at this point. I mean, you can't really, I don't know what commercials are going to play. There'll be a lot of promos for something. <laughs> it's going to be tough for TSN, for sure, because that is a, they have made that tournament, I mean, it was, it was big. It's their baby. It's their baby. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And they've made it into an absolute powerhouse, but uh, this is not going to help at all. And Hockey Canada, as I mentioned, is in in real, real hot water. The uh, Edmonton Elks, back to them for a moment, playing the uh, Grey Cup champion, Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Here's Chris Jones, head coach of the Elks. Why are the Bombers so elite? They've won two great cuts for a reason. They were very well coached. I can remember not long ago when they were about to run Mike O'Shea out of town, but he held true uh, to his beliefs and uh, and the things that he that he knew work. Uh, running the football, playing great defense, playing uh, elite special teams, and that's still some of the things that they do. One of the one of the areas that I think has bothered Chris Jones a lot is their, his run defense. And if you get more detailed in what bothers him. It's the tackling. He hasn't liked the way his team has tackled, especially in the open field. And Chris Jones says, I need better tackling from my defense. Well, I mean, we tackle every single day. You know, we, we do what we call TNT, and we do some type, some form of tackling and taking the football away on every single football practice. So, uh, you know, I'm hoping that we can eventually uh, turn into the tackling team that we want to be. Now, they gave up one explosion run of 40-plus uh, to Walter Fletcher. Former Elk now with the Alouettes last week. That happened in the first quarter. And then after that, it got kind of quiet. I mean, Trevor Harris took off a couple times. But other than that, the Elks did a pretty decent job tackling or, or sorry, limiting the run. But even even in general, I mean, even when you get a, you know, a pass out to the flat or a pass over the middle and, you know, there's still too many defenders missing tackles. And I think that's what drives Chris Jones nuts. And, you know, you... You won two games this year, but you had to come back from 13 points down after a brutal start to the game, like about maybe a quarter and a half, two two quarters, two and a half quarters in Hamilton, and then last week in Montreal. Great start to the to the game with Taylor Cornelius leading the uh, team all the way down the field, and and Sherman Beatty gets his first touchdown of the season and of his career in the CFL, and he won't play this week. Looks like Malik Irons is going to play Canadian running back and uh, uh, anti-Milanovic-Litre uh, as well, who we have seen at times carry the rock and has done a good job. Uh, but then after that, it was pretty much pop gun offense, and the defense allowed too many uh, drives to end up in the end zone. I mean, at one point, they're now 19, and then, the Elks came back and, and why are they coming back? Because they're creating turnovers. They created four turnovers, maybe five. Cause I think there was one turnover on downs in Hamilton at the very end of the game, but they created turnovers and turned them into points and they created turnovers and turned them into points in Montreal. But boy, are they getting hurt? As I mentioned, Trey Watson, middle linebacker won't play. He's out with a knee injury. And likely, I would imagine he's a six-game injured list candidate. Nick Coe, the same thing with a hamstring. And uh, we'll have the list out tomorrow as far as who was on the six-game injured list and who's on the one game. And we'll have the roster and depth chart released tomorrow morning. But 
Chris Jones already said earlier in the week that uh, both Coe and Watson would be out long-term. The Elks made an interesting signing today and pretty good player. I'll get to that in a moment. Darrell Walker's not going to play. He's out with a hip growing issue, which occurred last week. So that means Caleb Hawley, I imagine, will get some more reps in the starting receiving core. And uh, Hakeem Butler will make his CFL debut most likely. Drafted by the Arizona Cardinals in the fourth round in the 2019 NFL Draft. Placed on injured reserve that season. Suffered a broken hand and caused him to miss the entire season. That was his rookie season. He was a standout at uh, Iowa State. In fact, he uh, broke a school record for single season receiving yards. So he'll he'll debut as well. And uh, as I mentioned, Coney Ely is the player I'm talking about who played 62 games in 2014 uh, with the Panthers and Jets. In fact, he had three sacks in the Super Bowl, uh, the one the Panthers lost in Super Bowl 50 to the Denver Broncos. That was Peyton Manning's last game. Uh, had three sacks and an interception. So he comes uh, to the Elks with a lot of pedigree. 90 tackles, 15 sacks, two interceptions, six forced fumbles, two fumble recoveries in 62 games. So he is on his way. He's already been placed in the one-game injured list. Uh, there are players coming off. One is uh, Niles Morgan. He'll start him in a linebacker. And I don't know if this, this individual is going to start, but he's going to see some time, and he's excited. Uh, Deron Carter came with a lot of fanfare, and unfortunately, he got hurt in day two at training camp. We haven't seen him for a long, long time till a couple of weeks ago, and Deron joins us now on the show. Deron, nice to have you back on Inside Sports. How you doing? I'm doing very well. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing great. Uh, tell me about getting the chance to finally suit up for your new team on Friday. Uh, man, I'm, I'm like a kid on Christmas Eve, and I can't, I can't wait for the day to come. Uh, it, it, it's been a sort of long time coming with the injury, and I just can't wait to go out there and you know sort of help help the team get a home victory. Now, as I mentioned, haven't seen you on the field except you know I think the fan, the fan day a couple weeks ago was the first or a week and a half ago was the first time we saw you since day two of training camp way back in mid-May. Can you explain what happened on that day and why we haven't seen you for a while? Oh, man, just a, a freak accident. Uh, a guy dove for a ball and, and landed on, on my ankle the wrong way and a small bone in my foot uh, cracked in half, essentially. So uh, it, it just was something that I had to, I had to wait and heal, and it, you know it's still it's still going on healing. Uh, but I got cleared last week to practice, and I've been you know going through the motions with the training staff and everything, and you know I'm good to go. So was that your first major injury that you that you kind of suffered in in the game? I'm trying to remember. Uh, your 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 past here in the CFL was 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 that one of the the major injuries you have had in your career? Man, yeah, this is the first broken yeah. bone I've ever had in my life. So how did you how did you get through that? Uh, as far as uh, did you talk to anyone? I'm sure the training staff did did the best they could to get you back uh, out there as soon as possible. But but how do you get through that? Going through something like that for the first time in your in your pro career. Uh, man, it was definitely difficult, especially you know coming off of a, a two-year hiatus and you know being ready, being ready to come back, and then I get I get hurt so early. Uh, you know, it, it just allowed me to to sit back, uh, learn learn the defense, and get to know the defense even better. Uh, you know, and just 
sort of get to know my teammates, you know, still still being uh, one of the veterans I, I am in the locker room and, you know, making sure everybody is, is good to go and ready to play. And, you know, the the season has its ebbs and flows. You know, we, we've had uh, some, some really good moments and we've had some really bad moments. So, you know, we, have, we also have a lot of very young guys on the team. A lot of them, are, you know, it's their first year in the CFL. So just being able, you know, to be a veteran and be an ear or just anything that I need to do to be a leader. Yeah, I remember talking to you on Fan Day. Morley and I, uh, you were one of our one of our interviews, and uh, you know we 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 could see the excitement on your face. We could also see that you haven't been out there for a while, and you know it was you know it was it was tough to kind of get your uh, get your football legs back and 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 the wind back and everything. But tell me about you know there's being in shape, which you are, and there's also being in football shape. So explain the work you have done the last week and a half to, to get back into football shape and to get ready for uh, your first game finally on Friday. Oh, man, Coach Jones has handled that for me. He's made me take as many reps as possible. He's had, he's had me running back and forth during practice, going, returning, returning balls, back to DB, back to safety. He's just had me had me all over the field, you know, working on my conditioning, you know, trying to get in the game shape. And, you know, you, you, never, you never really, you know, know how good a shape you are until you get actually in the game. And I, and I know uh, there's going to to be a whole lot of adrenaline you know going on for, for my first game coming back and I, I just want to be able to you know hopefully maintain that and use it to you know to create a big play. Duran Carter Edmonton Elks defensive back joining us on uh, 630 Chet inside sports Duran going to make his debut in green and gold on Friday against the Winnipeg Blue Bombers 530 countdown to kickoff seven o'clock is the kickoff on the Brickfield at Commonwealth Stadium. Um, you know, you, you know probably about the uh, woes at home. It's a 10-game losing streak at Commonwealth Stadium, and and this is a streak that you have not been a part of. But yeah. now that you're, you're you're part of the solution now, Duran, to hopefully break that streak. But 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 tell me about trying to get a home win for for this for this franchise and and this fan base who they just haven't seen one in well over a thousand days. Uh, I, I mean, it, it, it means it means everything to me because uh, for me personally, uh, I, I play for the fans, and I, I want the city that I'm that I'm playing in, you know, to to know that when they go to a game, it's going to be a one a good game, and we're going out there to try and win, and and that is going to be a show, a show. You know, I always go out there and try and uh, do something that nobody's seen before. That's my goal. I always think I'm a one of a kind player, and so I, I'm always out there trying to to, to do something special. And you know when we do get our win, our win this weekend, and we start piling them, piling them up, you know, hopefully, you know, people can recognize that, and we can get people back in those seats. Uh, how have you enjoyed uh, working as a defensive back? And I know you've been working as a returner at times as well. And and you know, as I'll, I'll quote your coach, uh, you know, Coach Jones said on Monday, we are going to use Duran in in a number of different ways. Uh, but I remember when you when he signed you, and he said, "Okay, he's only going to be a defensive back. We're not planning on using him on on offense." We're like, "Oh, okay, all right." But you know, I I know Chris Jones likes to change his mind too, but he hasn't done that yet with you. But but tell me about focusing on being a being a defensive back, and and what that's done for you. And uh, I know in the return game you've done that before at times in in your career. But 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 speak about the defensive back and uh, you know just focusing on 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 trying to be a good good uh, good defender
Uh, yeah, uh, for me, uh, uh, my, our, co- our coach, B.I., he always, he always tells me that I can't make every play. You know, I, I always want to go out there and I always want to make a special play. And, you know, he says, yeah, I always have to let the game come to me. So I'm, I'm learning, you know, how, how to ma- maintain, you know, my activeness and my energy on the field, but always letting the game come to me and knowing that, you know, always playing my responsibility and not so much jumping, jumping routes as, as much and always playing the technique. So, you know, I still have a long way to go and, you know, I, I get better with every rep. So it, it's, you know, it's, it's like, it's like I got a new. I get to play football all over again. It's very fun. Defensive back of the Edmonton Elks, Dron Carter, joining us here on 6:30. Chat Inside Sports. Uh, tell me what you're. What do you think about Edmonton now that the the weather is starting to turn? This is the, the best time of the year uh, to live in this city. Uh, you know, the, I think the beauty comes out and uh, the, it's a festival city. But have you had much time to kind of you know get around and check it out a little bit more? Uh, yes, sir. I, I've, def- I've definitely been around downtown. You know, I, I love going out to eat. Uh, you know, if, so if, if you love going out to nice restaurants, you'll probably see me out there. Uh, but Edmonton is great. You know, I, lo- I love the weather out here right now. It's hot. It, it feels like Florida in, in a sense. You know, I hope it stays like this for the rest of the season. <laughs> and, you know, I just – I just um, I, I want to embrace the, the city, you know, and I think – when we start winning on the field and we perform better on the field, the city embraces us. And, and hopefully, you know, through our performance, we can, we can build a great relationship. Well, Duran, I see you as a horse in the stable that is just ready to, to burst out when the gates open on Friday. And uh, I can't wait to see you perform finally, and the fans are excited as well. Thank you for your time tonight, and all the best in the preparations for uh, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers on Friday. Yes, sir. Thank you. That's Deron Carter, defensive back of uh, your Edmonton Elks. And yeah, I remember that uh, he was signed, what, I think shortly after free agency opened on February the 9th. I think he was signed maybe inside of a week or a few days after anyway. And uh, yeah, Chris Jones said, nope, he's going to be a DB. He's not going to be a receiver. Now, again, Chris Jones can change his mind because I've seen in the last couple of weeks uh, – well, I can tell you right now in the receiving core or the, in, in the uh, defensive backfield, there's two converted receivers into defensive backs, and one of them may actually start in Raphael Leonard on uh, the wide corner on uh, on Friday, and he made the team as a receiver in training camp. And Rashawn Simonice, who was drafted as a receiver uh, by who drafted him again? I can't remember. I think it was Winnipeg Blue Bombers, and he's converted into a defensive back. You know, we've seen a receiver in Farrah McKeever converted into a defensive end. Uh, you know, Deron Carter's on that list as well. He And this was years ago. I mean, this was five years ago when Chris Jones says, hmm, I'm going to convert you to a defensive back. So we, we've seen it. We've seen it. That's that's just the way it is. I mean, Charles Nelson at one point started at safety. Then he started at running back. Now he's the primary returner. So if Chris Jones sees an athlete, he's not afraid to think outside the box. And it might be weird and strange. And sometimes it doesn't always work. But when it does, Chris Jones is a, is a genius. And I'll mention one name. A.C. Leonard was a receiver who I think caught three touchdowns in this league with the B.C. Lions, converted him to defensive end, and he's one of the best defensive ends in the CFL. Should be a fun night on Friday with the Grey Cup champion.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Winnipeg Blue Bombers taking on the Edmonton Elks who have won two of their last three games. All right, big thanks to Deron Carter again, Elks defensive back, for joining us tonight. He will be in the lineup along with Niles Morgan, who will debut. Remember, he was the Elks nominee for most outstanding rookie from last season. He'll start at middle linebacker. But unfortunately, uh, Darrell Walker out, hip-throwing receiver quarterback Kyle Loxley out with a hamstring. Nick Coe out with a hamstring as well on the D-line. And linebacker, uh, who just made his debut last week, played pretty well against the Alouettes. Trey Watson uh, is out with a knee injury so not good on the injury situation i can tell you as well jake Ceresna, defensive tackle has been on the shelf for uh on the 16 injured list with a shoulder injury that stint will end this game he was practicing quite a bit today i expect he'll be activated after the bye and play in vancouver against the bc line so trending in the right direction hopefully uh i don't know if he had to make a house call all of a sudden yesterday but we're going to talk to Dr. Randy Gregg after the news update. Why? Because he is a member of the induction class of the 2022 Alberta Sports Hall of Fame. That's coming up. It's Campbell and for Wilkins on 630 Chad Inside Sports. 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad.